This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 81, Processing Politics. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. Well, in the U.S., the 2020 presidential election is presumably done. Joe Biden is the perceived winner, and most of us are moving forward with our lives believing that to be the truth. If you are like me, the past few weeks with the election and the hundreds of days since Donald Trump won in 2016 have been a whirlwind of emotions. I've had to do a lot of processing around sexism, racism, and narcissism, among other things. I've also had to process emotions around the Democratic Party's handling of certain events, like the Brett Kavanaugh case. It's been hard, but it's made me a stronger and better person, especially mentally. As a white woman, though, I'm well aware that I'm in a position of privilege to be able to quietly process my own emotions around some of these things versus experience them firsthand. But because I've been able to process my emotions fully, it's allowed me to fight harder for things I support with love because I'm not in an emotional tornado of hate. If you're someone who feels stuck, if not overwhelmed with your emotions about politics, today's podcast is for you. I'm going to teach you how to process your political emotions so you can feel better. Specifically, I'm teaching you how to understand the depth of why you feel the way you do and process those feelings so you can get unstuck, how to get to neutrality with those who disagree with you so you aren't triggered by them anymore. Because again, we want to be able to fight for things that we love with love, not with hate. Yes? I also want to teach you how to create a plan of action for how you want to authentically move forward. And we're going to cover so much more. Everyone, I'm saying this loud for those in the back, everyone is welcome to listen to this podcast, no matter who you voted for. And this is for anyone beyond the U.S. too. I know wherever you're at, politics may be a hot button issue, maybe very triggering for you. So regardless, what I teach you today, you can apply really anywhere in your life, any area. It's core stuff that you'll want to know, okay? So this training is here to help you process your feelings, not for me to tell you how to think, feel, and act, although I'm going to be very open about how I vote and my background, and some of the things that I feel, and the things that I think, so you can find your own thinking and your own feeling. I'm going to be authentic with you to show you how to be authentic with yourself, okay? 
So just know that I'm putting it all out on the table because I want you to be authentic with yourself. Yes. But I do want to make very clear. I don't feel like I need to say this, but I'm going to. If you are an open and proud racist, sexist, or you're homophobic, then please unsubscribe and unfollow my work. That is beyond anything of what I can ever teach you. We are just not a good value fit. Okay. But again, no matter where you fall politically, welcome. Let's learn together. Let's process this stuff. Donald Trump was really triggering for me, but he may not have been really triggering for you. That's okay. I am married to a man who does not think the same way I do politically. And I talk even more about this. This podcast, in essence, is the audio from a live training that I recently did. If you don't know, I go live every Wednesday, 11, 15 a.m. Central Time on my Facebook page. And if you're on my email list, you get a private Zoom link to watch me on Zoom. So these trainings just come up here on the podcast every so often. We're going to take a break here and a bit for the holidays from these. But moving forward, these trainings are going to be there all the time. So I hope you enjoy this audio. I hope you learn a lot from it. And I hope you leave it with so much awareness, so much love, and so much peace. All right. So here it is. All right. So as I said, we're going to talk about how to process emotions with politics today. So here in the U.S., obviously, we just finished an election. Some would say we're still in the midst of it. Um, For most of us, though, we're moving forward. We have a new president and most of us have, you know, our senators and house representatives and everything else. Obviously, Georgia, (laughs) poor thing. It's going to have a runoff, but otherwise it's pretty much a done deal. So it's brought up a lot of emotions, obviously, since we've been in a high political season. And so I just want to address that because I want to teach you how to process this stuff, no matter what happens any time of the year with politics or anything else. So today, what I'm going to teach you doesn't just apply to politics. It applies to anything in your life that you need to process the emotions of. Okay. So let's just jump in. Okay. So what I'm going to teach you first is something called the self-coaching model. Okay. If you follow my work, let me kind of move this a little bit. Um, But if you follow my work closely, then I teach this tool a lot. It's not a tool that I have put together. It's from Brooke Castillo, but it's an amazing one. So what it is, it's, a, it's allowing you to bring awareness as to why you're feeling the way you do, because awareness is always the first step to change. And you may think, oh, Lindsay, I'm already aware of why I feel the way that I do. And that's great. But let's go a little bit deeper with that, because it may be something so much deeper than you ever thought. Okay. So again, we're going to break this down first, and then I'm going to give you examples of how to use this in regards to politics. All right. So with a self-coaching model, you have C-T-F-A-R on the side here. So C stands for circumstances. Circumstances are things we have no control over. So we have no control over the um, election results. Now, granted, we show up and we vote. We may even campaign and do all of those things. But at the end of the day, we have no control over the things that are outside of ourselves. Those are our circumstances. Okay, one that we've been talking about a lot lately is something like coronavirus. Okay, we can do our part and do everything we, you know, we want to do to help the pandemic. But at the end of the day, we really can't control that. Then next on the line, we have T and those are thoughts. So thoughts are just sentences that are in your brain. Okay, and I want to just take a moment and just reiterate 
thoughts are sentences in your brain. They're not facts. They're not these huge, powerful things that we give them so much power to. They're just sentences. Okay. And you're going to see this here in a minute. What, what I mean by this F are your feelings. So feelings are just vibrations in your body based off what you think. Okay. A lot of times we're so scared of our feelings, but at the end of the day, it's just a vibration. Like we don't want to feel a vibration of sadness. We don't want to feel a vibration of anxiety, right? Again, the end of the day, all it is is something that's happening to our body. A stands for actions is what you do or don't do pretty straightforward there. And then R's for results. What happens because of our actions. Okay. So we're going to keep using this throughout today's training, the self-coaching model, but this is one again, you want to take notes on right here because this is the tool we're going to continuously go back to time and time again. Okay. So we've got the C T F A R. So we're going to do, all right. So what we're going to do next is something called a thought download. So this is what I want you to do in regards to politics. Okay. So if there is something in politics, or this is again, anything in your life, we're just talking about politics today that is triggering to you. So for a lot of people, Donald Trump is triggering for other people. Joe Biden is triggering Republicans, Democrats, you know, my uncle Bob who votes, blah, 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 right? So many different scenarios. But what I want you to do is I want you to, again, take the circumstance of whatever's triggering to you. So Donald Trump, Democrats, Joe Biden, and I want you to start to do what we call thought downloads. Okay. So thought downloads are just all the things that you're thinking about that circumstance. Okay. And so I'm going to give you an example of this. So I'm going to do it kind of both sides. So Republicans, okay, let's just look at this side of the, the spectrum. So for a lot of people, when they think of Republicans, they think thoughts like they're racist, they're two-faced, all they care about is money, they're harmful, angry people. You know, like the, the media tends to put them in a certain bucket, right? Of how they look and what they do and things of that sort. Okay. So these are just thoughts that people are having when they think Republicans on the other side of that. Some people, when they say Democrats, they think too, they're two faced. They think they're lazy. They're going to take my money. That's what I hear a lot of times they're putting our safety at risk. Okay. Because they say things like defund the police and stuff like that. Right. So again, get really clear on what it is you are thinking about the circumstance. Okay. And you can do this for so many different things. Yeah. You can say Donald Trump tweets X, whatever he tweets, all the thoughts. Yeah. If we go back and we think about, um, like something Donald Trump said at a recent debate with the proud boys or something like that, like stand up and stand down or I forget what it was. You could put that as your circumstance and do your thought download with that. Right. Same with the Democrats. If you think, Oh, the Democrats are going to do all this stuff. You could put that specifically as your circumstance. And what are all the thoughts related to that? Again, the goal here is awareness. My friend, we want you to bring to the surface, all the things that you're thinking so that you can then decide, is this what I really want to think here? Okay. So I'm going to give you some examples of that. And we're going to take that model again, and we're going to break it down. I'm going to teach you how to start to use it. Okay. So this is one I did specifically with a client just a few days ago. 
over 71 million people voted for Donald Trump. Okay. That's a circumstance, right? That's what we know to be true. It's outside of ourselves. Something that happens in the world that we have no control over. Yes. The thought my client had was they're racist. So now she's thinking, oh my gosh, 71 million people in the United States are racist. Okay. So then we go farther. When she thinks that thought that they're racist, the feelings that she has are anger, disgust, fear, sadness, anxiety. Okay. So then I asked her, okay, when you're thinking that thought that they're racist, 71 million people are racist and you're feeling these feelings, what actions do you start to take? Okay. Cause what happens is our thoughts drive our feelings our feelings and drive our actions, our actions become our results. So at the end of the day, what we're thinking tends to become our result. Okay. It might not be immediate, but over time, the thought becomes a result. So for her, it was spending my feelings of all of this stuff, spread more hate, which was a hard pill to swallow for her, feel disgust, fear, all that other stuff, right? Or she spreads all of that more. And so then the result so far of that is she feels like crap. She turns people away that she wants to help. So I give this little example of here of like the go, you're going to hell Christians. So I live in Texas and people here are, I guess in the Bible belt is what they call it. And I always think of when I would go downtown, when I was in college, downtown Fort Worth, there were these people there that were so adamant about Christianity but the way that they would in essence sell it was if you don't become a Christian, you're going to hell. And it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> like the cra- And I grew up in Texas and I had like been around that stuff, but they had just like so much hate the way that they were saying it. It scared me. So even again, if, if I wanted to become a part of you know, their message and their you know, tribe or whatever you want to call it, their people, they came at it from such a place of anger that it turned me off. Okay. So she realized that that's what she's doing. She's turning people away that she feels like she wants to help. Okay. So then again, her thought is becoming her reality. It's like, they are racist. They're not going to understand. They're not going to get it. Yeah. So this is the power, my friends of using this tool and it's tricky and it's hard at times to see how we are many times perpetuating the problem that we want to solve. Okay. We could flip this model. Did I do another one? I can't remember. I did these last night. No, I didn't, but we could do another circumstance here and say like Joe Biden's won the election or perceived to have won the election according to some people. Right? So the thought is, you know, for some people, this is scary, right? So then what are they feeling? scared, anxious. They probably feel some anger in there, even disgust, all those things. Then what actions are they taking? They're probably spinning in their feelings and they're probably spreading, spreading more of the feelings that they're feeling. And so then their thought of this is scary becomes their result line. They're going to, their brain is just going to start to focus on all the aspects that are scary around them. And then that's going to be you know, what they create in the world of the next four years are very scary for them. Okay. So I just want you to start to open your mind to using this tool. This is how we start to process our feelings, my friend. 
So many people don't know how to do this. And so that's why they're stuck in these cycles of anxiety and, you know, anger and sadness and all that stuff because they're just not processing everything. Right now, something else I want to tell you here, because your next question may be, but Lindsay, what if I really want to just keep thinking this? What if it's serving me to think this, that these people are racist or it's scary and all that stuff. And so you can think whatever you want to think, right? But I just want you to ask these questions to yourself when you're doing your models. Okay. And the questions are, is it true? So we go back to the, the model I just said that they're racist, right? Is it true? And your brain may say, yes, it's true. And here's all the reasons why. But then I want you to flip it and say, how could it be untrue? How could it be untrue that 71 million people who voted for Trump aren't racist? And then just let your brain kind of go there. And this is the hard stuff, right? My brain loves to tell me things in black and white terms. And your brain does too. This is just how our brain works. And so when you have to open your mind to how could it be untrue, Many times it's like that mind blowing feeling of, okay, and then just start to take that in. Yes. Also a question to ask yourself, how am I projecting or doing what I don't like? So if we go back and we look at the thought they're racist, then you may be coming out and doing things that are perpetuating racism, right? And so then it's just creating more of a division and more of a problem. Okay. I catch myself in this all the time. And next week on the live training, we're going to be talking all about judgment and why we have judgment. But to give you a spoiler, the reason why we have judgment is because we see in ourselves what we're judging the other people for. So that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. So obviously, like if you're a, a person of color, especially a black person, and you're like, well, if, if I'm calling them, you know, racist, how is it that I'm racist? I'm black. Right. And so it's not all, all or nothing here. Right. Of that's always true, but it's very common that we're judging other people because of things we see in ourselves. The other question I want you to ask yourself when you're pulling your thoughts, does it serve me to think this? Does it serve me to think that they're racist? Does it serve me to think it's going to be scary the next four years because, you know, a Democrat is president? I don't know. Ask yourself. If it serves you, great, keep it, but love your reasons for keeping that thought. I tell my clients this all the time after we, you know, use this tool and we dig deeper in it all the time. You know, I say, okay, run your models on it. They run their models. And I say, okay, with your thoughts that you pulled, do you love your reasons for why you want to think that? And sometimes it's, yes, I love my reasons. I don't want to invest in this one thing because I want to have more money. Great. For other people, they're like, oh, no, I see that that's a fear-based thought. I'd rather have this thought instead. Great. Awesome. You can think whatever you want to think. You know, I came out recently uh, over the weekend, and I was talking about um, how so many people in personal development, which is obviously the industry I'm in, has come out and congratulated Biden and Harris on their win. And so many people have been offended by that. Of, oh my gosh, you know, unfollow, unfollow. I don't want anything to do with you. You know, you brought politics or how could you vote for them or whatever. And I have said, you know, most people in personal development are Democrats. Just like put that in your mindset. Okay. It, and it's just because of our industry and what we're working on in the world. And we just feel like the Democratic Party touches in on some of that stuff. And it's just so interesting to me how many people get offended by that. Right. And if they were to sit and run their models of, you know, somebody like Brene Brown has come out 
who's really big in our industry. Brene Brown has said she supports Joe Biden. That's the circumstance, right? Then the thought is, you know, whatever the thought, this is BS. I don't want any part of this. I even said some, some people in the comments would say to certain people they followed forever of like, I question everything you've ever told me now, because now I know this about you. It's like, okay, just run your models on that. People, is that really serving you? Is that really what you want to think here? Just ask yourself that, right? Okay. The last question is, does it serve the world to think that? So when you get to a place where you have developed in your mind management more and more, you've done something like coaching with me or somebody else, like we do life purpose work. And so for my clients and myself, we have this life purpose that we know we're here to spread and deliver in the world. Okay. It's so great to live that way because it allows you to catch yourself. So for me, my purpose is love and to spread love into the world, self-love and people loving other people. And it's not always easy for me to do that. This is my work of my lifetime. It's to, to continue to love myself and to spread that around the world. Right. And so when I catch myself being in these judgment cycles or, you know, these hate cycles, even I ask myself, does it serve the world? Am I really living my life purpose by thinking these thoughts and having these actions? And most times when my brain just has those initial negative thoughts, because that's what our brain does. Our brain is here to help us survive and thrive. And anytime somebody goes against us, our brain tends to see it as a threat and then want to, you know, react many times with fight or flight, right? Sometimes with freeze is what research is showing. But yeah, then it, then it's like, is this serving the world here? Right? So for me, I'm like, okay, who I've got that quick little hit of anger because somebody's going against something or whatever, this protection mentality. <sighs> okay. Lindsay, I run my model really quick in my head. What am I thinking here? Okay. Here's the thought. Is that true? Okay. Maybe a little bit. How could it be untrue? Okay. Here's the reasons how it could be untrue. You know, does it serve me? Does it serve the world? Does this serve my higher purpose? Okay. I hope that is making sense. I feel like I've flown through this today because I've just been talking about the model so much and so many of my trainings and on my podcast. And if you're a client of mine, you definitely get this, but I just want to kind of reel everybody in because it's been a hard few weeks, especially. And for some people, it's been a hard few years for a lot of my clients, myself included, Donald Trump has been extremely triggering. Okay. And a trigger, I'm going to go to this next page. A trigger is any emotion that lasts more than seven seconds. So any negative emotion. So a negative emotion is anything, you know, we kind of deem as like shame, humiliation, sadness, anger, disgust, frustration. You know, you can call it like the icky feelings, the things that just feel really uncomfortable in your body. So anything that lasts more than seven seconds, that's a trigger and a trigger means that there is a deeper trauma to process from your past with that. So let's define trauma for a second, because a lot of times we think trauma is like these big, huge things that happen to us, some sort of abuse, right? It's typically where our brain goes, but trauma really is any time that you just felt unsafe. Okay. So that happens a lot of times and some people's brains are just more sensitive than others. This is the newest research that's come out. 
about this is some people have these brains that are just more highly emotional. So for a lot of my clients, it's the ones that test high in empathy. And so they are, again, they're just more sensitive. And so they have more trauma that they need to process. And so because of that, you know, they're getting triggered a lot more. I'm one of those people. I have a sensitive brain. I am a sensitive person. Okay. So I knew this, thank goodness, whenever Donald Trump was really triggering to me because he reminded me a lot of men that I used to date. And so he would say something, it would be very triggering. And then I would say, okay, in essence, I would run my models, right? So Donald Trump says X, Y, Z. Okay. So let me give you a a specific example. You remember years ago when it came out that video and Donald Trump had said, grab her by the, you know, P U whatever word, um, that was so triggering to me at the time. And I was like, okay, what is so triggering about this? And it brought up all these times that I had, especially in college, I went to TCU, which is Texas Christian university. And I thought going into that school that it was a Christian school and it was just for a lot of like go-getters. But what I got when I got there was there was a lot of entitlement. There was a lot of racism. There was a lot of sexism that was going on behind the scenes. And I was just completely out of my element when I went there. I mean, I was like this little sheltered girl. I hadn't even seen like a rated R movie. I had never had alcohol. And so when I got there and all this stuff was happening and these guys, especially were saying comments similar to what Trump said, it felt really scary to me at the time. I mean, there were even girls that were getting date raped and we would just all brush it under the rug and just be like, oh, well, you shouldn't have done that so-and-so and make it her fault. And so again, it brought up all this stuff for me of all these times that I felt unsafe, but nobody else was really like deeming it as like, you know, quote, bad behavior. So it brought up again, all the stuff that I needed to process with that. Okay. So keep that in mind for you. If you're holding on to some feelings that are lasting more than seven seconds, there's deeper stuff there. So with my clients, what I'm doing is they're aware enough. They're coming to me and they're saying, okay, Lindsay, this, this thing happened. Like if we go back, we look at the model that we talked about a bit ago with what was it? 70 million people voted for Trump. She knew, Hey, this has been a triggering thing for me. And she's a woman of color. And she's like, I just feel like they're racist. And so then we know we run our model and we see how it's not serving her to think that. And we're digging deeper. It's like, okay, what's really going on here? What's, what's the trauma here? And that's where we get the good stuff. That's where we get to really then start to look at, okay, what do we need to process here? And for a lot of people, they think, oh, that's going to take so much time for me to process my trauma. And it's going to feel like crap. And I'm not going to want to do that and all that stuff. And a lot of reasons why that you can feel that way is maybe you've had a therapy experience where it did take a lot longer. And sometimes, you know, we just need that. In my coaching practice, we do it pretty quickly. I teach them how to fully process their emotions. And for some of them, they're able to release and heal trauma in just a matter of doing a couple of writing exercises. It's pretty crazy cool how it works. Okay. So it doesn't really take that much time. But the other thing is why, you know, initially you think, oh, trauma, I don't want to go and explore this stuff and feel this stuff is because that's just the human brain. The human brain does not want to feel stuff at all. It would rather feel numb and avoid that stuff. But what happens then is that you're carrying that crap around. I always talk about like you have a hundred pound backpack 
Okay. With all of this stuff in your back, all these little traumas, sometimes big traumas of things that have happened to you. And you think, oh, I've grown up. I've moved past that. I've moved on. But then you're not having massive momentum in your life. You're not feeling good. You're not, um, you know, just doing all the things that you want to do. Right. And that's because you've got all this stuff on your back. You know, when I coach with people and when I experienced coaching firsthand as a client many years ago, I just kept thinking as I was processing this stuff, I just feel so much lighter. I feel so much more free. This feels so great. And I was able to experience more of a life where I was feeling joy and peace and gratitude and acceptance and love. And it felt natural. It didn't feel like some sort of, you know, um, avoidant show or, you know, people can call it like Pollyanna, like it felt very authentic to feel that way is because I was learning how to process all of this stuff. And then to a new stuff would come up. Like I said, Donald Trump would say something or somebody else would do something. I'd be like, okay, I know something deeper here. I know how to process that. I'd start to run my models. Like I just showed you and then say, okay, what is this really about? Yeah. Okay. Is this making sense? I hope so. Right. So if you have questions, you can always reach out to me, especially via email. If you want privacy, my email is Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com or Lindsay at lindsayepreston.com. But if you are like, okay, I know I've got deeper stuff here, Lindsay. I know I'm ready to change. I'm ready to create some massive results in my life. Then I encourage you to look into applying for a free consult call so we can talk even more about where you're at in life right now and where you want to go. You know, my coaching process is nine months long. And the first three months of that process, we are in essence getting rid of all the things that are holding you back. Okay. So we're doing a lot of processing, a lot of feeling, dealing, and healing, as I say. And then you have that process for life of knowing how to always process things and, and emotions and traumas and all that stuff, because life is what it is. You know, I can make life so much better for you because you're going to be in a more authentic place as we coach together and stuff, but things still happen and you've got to know how to get over those things. Yes. And come to the world being, you know, your most authentic best self because Hey, I know you want that. I know you want to give something bigger to the world, or at least I know I did for a while. And then two, you want to be able to probably feel better for yourself. It doesn't feel good to hold on to this stuff, especially when it comes to politics, because at the end of the day, you know, sometimes I can get like this and just spin in the emotion of it. Yes. My husband, oh my gosh. And him and I, we don't agree on everything politically. And so we have some little heated talks about stuff. Um, and so, you know, then it's just, it's just so nice to know that I know how to process my feelings and do all of these things. And I, and I remember too, as like, okay, this is just politics. Like, who is it that I really want to be? Who is it that I really want to show up as? And then I start to really think about too, what are the causes that mean the most to me? And it doesn't serve me or these causes sit around in these emotions. I need to process this stuff. And then I need to get up and I need to get to work and I need to go and I need to, you know, make change if that's donating money or donating my time or just donating awareness in essence, right? Like my services to help people process this stuff. It's just such a different way of living and it feels so much better. Okay. So again, if you feel like, okay, I'm ready for more. I'm ready to finally process this stuff. 
apply for a free consult, lindsayepreston.com forward slash apply. I would love to learn about you and see if coaching can help you. As I said, the first three months of that process is processing, you know, all the things that are holding you back. The next three months is figuring out who you are on a really deep level and planning out your life. And for a lot of people, they come to me and say, I don't know where I want to go next in my life, Lindsay. I've checked off all of these boxes and I've done things so well. And I'm at a place where it's like, what's next? And for some, they want a career change or they want to up level in certain ways. And so we build that plan. And then the last three months, you're just getting into massive action and, and learning how to make quick decisions and managing your mind as you're up leveling your life. So it's really fun and it's amazing. And it's so crazy cool to see how much you can change in nine months. And it all starts going back to learning how to process your emotions. I can't say that enough. I wish they taught this stuff in school. I wish every teacher was sitting down and saying, here's the model and here's how this stuff works. Even on the play yard, right? It's like Billy pulls your hair on the play yard. The thought is I'm ugly, you know? I mean, and our childhood brain is so emotional. And so that's why so many of us walk out of childhood with these, you know, traumas, because even little things of somebody being mean to us on the playground or a teacher saying a certain thing about us, you know, like my daughter, she came home a few months ago and she found out this boy that she liked, like, like somebody else. And she just came in the car and she was bawling. And she said, mom, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And I was able to kind of, in essence, walk her through this. She didn't quite know it, but I said, okay, so-and-so like so-and-so the thought is what's wrong with me? Like, baby, is that really what, is that really true? How could it be untrue here? And so then we found all the reasons of how it could be untrue. And I said, is that serving you to think that? No, it's not. And I had to reassure her, right? Give her some mentoring in that moment. It's like, no, here's all the reasons why it's not wrong with you. And then she went from probably feeling, you know, I don't know what she was feeling, maybe shame to feeling neutral and then probably feeling empowered. And feeling, you know, self-acceptance and self-love from that and taking action from a different place. Okay. So again, you can use this tool all over the place. It's an amazing tool. As I said, it's not my zone of genius, just Brooke Castillo. She runs a life coach school, but it's one that I adore and I hopefully you, you will use it. I hope you'll use it to do thought downloads of whatever circumstance happens and just write down all your thoughts about it. And then ask yourself, do I really want to keep thinking this? Is it serving me to think that? And if it's, if it's not, then what do I want to think instead? Okay. So if we go back to the example I gave a bit ago, with the model I do with my client, um, you know, that they're, they're all racist and she realized she was taking action and getting results from that place. Um, she was taking action and results from that place. Then I thought, okay, I said, what, what thought do you want to think? And the thought that she wanted to think was I'm here to help. I'm here to educate. I'm here to be the best me and nobody's going to hold me back. Even she wanted to think thoughts of I'm safe, I'm secure. That's a big one, especially for people of color. They have those kinds of thoughts. And so they, that wasn't serving her to think that she's, you know, always like on edge. That's intentionally and truly what she wanted to think here. And then she felt more peace and neutrality and love for herself and for others. And then she's going to take action from that place and then create probably a lot more results from that. I just listened to a podcast from my business coach, Stacey Bayman. She's a, basically a business coach for life coaches. And I forget the term that she used on her podcast, but she was talking about how um, in the coaching industry, sometimes we can kind of 
diss on one another in order for some of us to look better, right? And it got me thinking about in our country and even in our world. Sometimes we like to diss on one another in order for our cause to come up as like looking better, right? So we want to diss on racists or we want to diss on, you know, Democrats or whatever, you know, and, and the reality is, is that's only making it harder for us to get the results that we want here. And the example she gave us, she was talking about women in the U.S. getting their right to vote. And there were two different women at the time who, Susan B. Anthony was one and I forget the other one, but they were both working on getting women the right to vote. But they both were kind of at odds with each other because they just kept saying like, you're doing it wrong. No, you're doing it wrong and you're doing it wrong. And it took them so much longer, something like 60 years to get women the right to vote from the time they started to the time it happened. And because they were just fighting among each other the whole time versus, okay, let's come together and let's figure out a way to make this work. Okay. So again, take what you want from this. Take, you know, think the thoughts that you want to think. You're always welcome to think whatever you want. So many people are like, well, Lindsay, you come out and you said that you voted for Biden. And it's like, that's, I mean, I just, I like to put myself out there on the table and be authentic because I want you to feel safe to be authentic. If you voted a different way, that's totally your call. I'm not here to tell you how to think. I just want you to show you what you're thinking, to take the actions you are, to create the results that you are and why you're feeling the way you feel. You do you. Obviously, I have my boundaries. If someone's coming to me and they're racist or homophobic or sexist, like we're not going to work together. But otherwise, it's like I want you to just be the most authentic you ever. Okay. I want you to feel authentic, to open up to me and do all those things and feel safe and all that. Okay. So just know that please, please, please. And you have to know too, I'm here in Texas. I am surrounded by people who think different from me. As I said, my husband and I don't agree on everything. I am totally used to being the minority here when it comes to thinking the way that I think I'm just used to it. So I am totally cool if you think different, but just make sure you love your reasons for whatever you think the way you do and make sure that it's really serving you to think that the way you do. Okay. Again, if you have any questions, email me. If you feel like you want to take this deeper and you want to start coaching with me, lindsayepresson.com forward slash apply. But I hope you gained something today that you will take and use time and time again. And um, I'll talk to you hopefully again soon. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.